Welcome to How Rude, the Exhaustive Deconstruction of the Classic 90s Sitcom Full House. My name is John Perna. Second to my immediate right is my little buddy, my co-host, who will introduce himself now. Hi, I'm Brandon Shockney. And together... (laughs) Hi. (coughs) Hi. Hi. Hello. And together, Brandon and I are just a couple of... Rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. And to our immediate left... (laughs) Is our guest an honorary rude dude for the week who will introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Liliana Winkworth. Liliana, you joined us to watch the episode Designing Mothers. I wrote down Designing Women, which is the name of an entirely different show. Uh, but I'm sure that's what they were trying to do a play on. Yes. But before we can get into that conversation, okay. did you grow up with Full House at all? No. <laughs> for the mic, please? No. <laughs> so you did you avoid it? Did you n- actively not like it as a kid? I was born in 1991. Um, All right. Uh, I didn't. I didn't it. like. I'm very young. I'm youthful. I'm beautiful. I have beautiful soft skin. I put lotion on every time I shower. I. <laughs> but what's, uh, it's when the water is running. Every so time you shower, yeah. So yeah. just like immediately. Oh, it's all. Whoa. I didn't like Full House because I do. I was an only child, and they seemed too happy, and they were all blonde, and I didn't like their sense of humor. Does that all seem to hold true today? Yes. 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 <laughs> you asked us as we sat down, like, do you guys like this show? And we were like, no. And you were like, good. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. What would you have done if we were like, yeah, why do you think we're doing this podcast? We love I it. I like a lot of bad television. I would have uh, been happy for you. I would have supported you. I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good person. And you would have looked at us like we were two crazy patients. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Show me your... And the podcast, the microphone is a coconut on a piece of bamboo. Yeah. And the laptop is. is a burnt copy of War and Peace. And I'm like, I'm plugging it in now. Beep, and your apartment is just a box on the side of the road. Hey, John. Um, the box says 3323. You're in the right place, baby. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Designing mother. I'm in charge of this one. I'll say when we move forward. Let's move forward. We can't talk about the show properly uh, bef- without you giving a quick summary. So pretend Brandon and I are on the street. You don't know us. Yep. And you're dying. And the last thing that you do before you die is you have to explain this episode to us in one sentence. In order to get to the pearly gates. <laughs> what is their last name? The, the DJs? The Tanners. The Tanners. The, the DJs. DJs. I'm Danny DJ. I'm <laughs> Stephanie DJ. I'm, I'm DJ DJ. DJ. Uh, okay. <laughs> In this episode, the Tanners... You're going to have to talk over the air show. <laughs> In this episode, the Tanners deal with change. The dad... Danny. 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 <laughs> I really love the show. Danny Tanner has to face change, and then also Jess and Bumblebee have to face change. Jess That's and Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Joey, Joey, of course. Yeah. Yes. I know their names are just You make change spot. sound like a knight that's like coming for them. Like, it's me, change. change. Well, I, was, I was trying to think of a summary, and I think the only through line of this episode is that 
things are changing at work and at home. You, many people go thematic rather than literal in terms of their summary. Yeah. The summary. Because I'm an artist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. You bring out some of your watercolors. So, these are for sale online. Can we get to the plugs part? Etsy.com slash thematic watercolor.com. <laughs> this, <laughs> this watercolor uh, at represents designing mothers, and it's like a splash of blue. Etsy.com slash thematic watercolors.com. <laughs> yep. So, we can, of course, uh, begin without first talking about the. I've said that three times now. We can't begin without doing this. We can't begin without doing this. <laughs> Jonathan, it's begun. We're in it. We're Stop in. saying that. The cold open burr. Chilly, chilly. Um, so this cold open... Is that a penguin? Snarf. Snarf. This cold open is probably the most cliche cold open you can have of all time, which is kids don't like eating vegetables. So the, the twins, they don't want to eat their lima beans. Twins. The twins <laughs> don't eat their lima beans, and uh, Becky can't make them, but she leaves. Because someone's at the door. Yeah. Ding dong! Who's at the door? We never find out. Becky's it's, lover. It's the muffler man. I'm here to deliver your muffler. Why is Come that here. Where is this Why bit is that your handyman? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like toilet, sink, muffler. It's me, the toilet man. The plumber? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't deal with sinks. <laughs> Fuck you. And while the, uh, while, <laughs> while Becky's gone, uh, Michelle's like, you guys want dessert? I'll show you a trick. And she takes the lime beans up and Comet has to come over and eat, eat them. There's like five. There's five lima beans. We've absolutely seen a gag where Comet eats food that the kids don't want to eat. We've absolutely... I can't cite a source, but there's no way we haven't done this gag. Mm. It goes on for a bizarrely long time because Becky comes... It could have been like, the dog eats the lima beans, the end. Instead, Becky comes back from fucking the muffler man. (laughs) And she's all tuzzled and rumpled. And she's like, "Uh, Michelle, you got them. Eat the lima beans. How did you do it? And she's like, hey, no big deal. It's a kid thing. It's a kid thing. (laughs) I used to kid code. And then Kant puts his head on (laughs) the plate. And Becky's like, oh, really? A kid thing? And then she gets the The shrug. shrug. She puts her little hands up to her. It's like... Hands up to ears. Her shoulders are snapping in half. She's turning into a fucking prehensile, like, spider creature. It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. My little t-shirt has candy buttons. I'm a little sweet treat. <laughs> I drew, because I, I really You drew think, notes? <laughs> I did the shrug. I really do think it looks like that emoji of the shrug. Mm-hmm. It it's, was just perfectly like, here we go. Yeah, you drew a smiley face, and then you drew, like, these, like, math algebra symbols mm-hmm. that represent the arms. It's because pretty great. Because they're all robots, and that's how you make robots move, is you input math algebra systems. <laughs> I've built my bot, but it will not move. Have you input the math? <laughs> no, I haven't. Everywhere. So I try to make cookies without putting them in the oven. Putting them in the oven. <laughs> Military industrial complex. Bow down and suck on this rifle. <laughs> you're, hey, Ma, look at that. Your viewpoints of uh, the air and water show are really uh, jaded. Yeah. Hey, Ma. Yeah. Look at the pew pew. <laughs> And that was the cold open. <laughs> burr. Burr, burr. You look disgusted with me. It's starting to warm up. When we come out of the cold open and the theme song, Becky is wearing uh, 
Denim oh. off the shoulder. Yeah, so yeah, shoulderless again. Last week she had a shoulderless outfit that was nuts. This this one doesn't have a collar though, thank no. God. Yeah, last week she oh, had a collar, she had no holes. shoulders. Yeah, those <laughs> are back. Well, those were back. I think they're gone again. Oh, thank no, they God. Are back. I have a, someone gave me a shirt with the holes are gone. And so the, the, the sleeve is attached to like the boob area and it just goes around like a bandage. Oh man. And you have like a church. I have a, oh, I think I can kind of imagine yeah. what you're talking about. She was also wearing a scarf tie, Ugh. like a necktie that was a scarf. I don't like her. <laughs> but this week it's, yeah, it's, it looks like drawstring curtains. Yeah. Like if you pull on a cord that's like between her shoulder blades, it would tighten and kill her. And also denim pants, which are jeans. <laughs> yes. Classic. Denim pants. She always has these weird reminders that she's like, oh, I worked on a farm. Oh. Do, do you remember I worked on a farm? Or she I, does this whole like. Or I thing. came from farm country. Yeah, yeah. So Grew up on a farm, I guess. Because she used to be a reporter out in like Nebraska or whatever the fuck, and she has a gag about like, uh, guys, I mean, you think you had it bad or have it bad now? Like when I was a reporter back in farm country. I used to. What was she specifically doing? She was a reporter, but she used what to was her to, story? Like, call the pigs or something. So she no, would, that was her. That was her call sign. Like she would sign off with a suey. Oh, yeah. But she was doing like stories about like I don't know cows being like slaughtered and milked and turned into purses. I don't slaughtered know. and <laughs> then milked. <laughs> slaughtered that. Slaughtered that cow. So yeah. The, so then Joey and Jesse, because now I know their names. Yeah. yeah. Come in, and they're both also wearing jeans. And jo- Joey has a denim jacket. It's a denim party, baby. <laughs> Four denims. Yeah. You know there's got to be some college parties going on that are like, denim parties, come in all denim. Ugh. Oh, man. Come in your best denim. It's so hot. College parties need to not be worry themed? about themes. We've talked all, about it before. All of mine were themed. I know. We've talked about this. Oh, but like, yeah. I think college kids just need to get together, do your thing, get drunk, fool around, Put your thing in her thing. Put his thing in his thing. I don't care. I just, hey, one man's opinion. For people that are shy. Like who? (laughs) Me. You need themes? If you have a theme, you're like, oh, I can have fun. And they won't judge me. Yeah, because I can hide behind me trying to be part of this theme and not me just showing up as myself. But when you show up dressed as like a rubber ducky or something because it's bath time party. (laughs) And you show up as a loofah or something. Yeah. Would would your shyness be eliminated because of your loofah costume, or would you still hang out by the wall and be like, "No big deal, shut up"? I think that I would have fun as a loofah. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you'd show up to bath time party as a loofah? If I showed up to bath time party, okay. If I showed up to a party in uh, a shirt and pants, I would hate myself. If I showed up to a bath time party in a loofah costume, I would know everyone there. We'd have a really good time. I'd have two <laughs> bottles of wine. I'd fall in love with someone. How many bottles of wine? Two bottles. Okay, I thought you said ten. I really did. I was like, ten? Well, yeah, I don't think that's safe. I used to just drink a whole bottle of white wine when I was like, I'm going to have fun tonight. And then I would. Or I'd make a mistake. <laughs> Either way. Memorable. Good lord. So, Joey... <laughs> Apparently it's getting really warm in here. So Joey and Jesse, yes, they come in and they're worried because Allison Axelrod is coming to Kate. The Axe! Allison, the Axe! Axelrod. (laughs) So yeah, they're worried because they think they're going to get fired and the radio station is going to get an overhaul. (laughs) And Becky, that's when Becky, you know, has that whole gag about toughen up, face your problems, don't fucking be wusses about it. So, um, daddy... (laughs) <laughs> Daddy Danny. Danny Danny comes in and screams, get your goddamn feet off my goddamn glass table. Yeah. 
and kicks them in the head. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen are like thrown against a wall. <laughs> That's what I saw. Yeah, <laughs> we all see what we see. And there's he no does, getting around. That. He does come in and says, get, get, "Get your feet off the table, Vicky's coming over." With her mama. And With her mama. And she sees footprints on my glass table. Well, and everyone's like, "You're meeting the mom." It's a big step. Well, and what's so bizarre is like he clearly is worried about how the house is going to look when she yeah. comes over. What's so weird is that Joey starts saying something like, "You know, when when you meet the mom, everything changes," and she's coming here to check you out. And Danny's like, "No, that's not true." Why would you think that's not true? Yeah. While at the same time running around the house trying to make everything perfect, you know that this is important, mm-hmm. and it all ties into the fact that like Danny is worried that this is like. A shift. There's mm-hmm. a shift. There's going to be like a greater commitment that I have to like yoke myself to. Mm-hmm. And message, message. Mm-hmm. It's a institution. <laughs> um, do you think that meeting the mom or meeting the parents is a truly a big deal? Does it change the real relationship? It depends on if you have a good relationship with your parents. With your own parents, I believe that. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I think if you're like these people are my life. My, if you get my dad's blessing, this will be the best day of my life. And there are other people that are like, they're okay. Yeah. So you think it's better if you have the more it's casual. If you have the more casual of those two relationships, yeah. it's better for the relationship overall. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're if you're um, a basic bitch, it's a big deal. And if you're an independent woman, it's not a big deal. What if what if you're the lady that's like, you have to meet my dad. Oh my dad! If he doesn't like you, it's gonna be a disaster. I've been this little girl my whole life. <laughs> daddy never likes anyone, Brandon. Good luck meeting my daddy. Brandon. He's going to want to arm wrestle you, and I'm going to watch. Brandon. No. I'm going to have a little flag, and it's going to have a D for dad on it, and Uh. he's going to beat you up. Thanksgiving is going to be so fucking (laughs) nasty. I think we should break up. What? (laughs) I'm going to tell my dad. That's okay. (laughs) It's me, Brandon. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I agree. And I also think it's just weird that they have this stereotype in here because I don't even think it's a real stereotype. Like, oh, your relationship is going to change after you meet the mom. Especially when you are a widower and you have three kids. Yeah, you've been through this whole rigmarole. But he is, he's clearly nervous, and I think it's lovely and beautiful and sexist when all the people are like, you're going to find out what she looks like when she's 20 years older. Yeah. And uh. the kids are like, ah. <laughs> it really, it cuts. Absorbing the sexism. They, so uh, Joey and Jesse, one of those do, do lovely goofballs says it, and then they cut to Tim. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Michelle and, and Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. I know their names. I'm there's so the nugget, nervous. and then there's a slightly bigger <laughs> nugget. The two. Nuggets. Yeah, we'll they cut to them and they're just like, yeah. And so I was just cutting to the girls, like having this ingrained in their brains, like, yeah, we're just here to be judged in our looks. Yeah, well, they immediately adopt it and spit and it back out. It, yeah. yeah, because Liz, Liz shows up. So Liz is Vicky's mom. Which is uh, Rhodes, Allison Rhodes? Jennifer Rhodes, who is only five years older in real life than uh, Gail Edwards, who plays Vicky. And they make, a lot of, they make a lot of jokes about how she's old. And then Michelle's like, but she looks good for being old, daddy. Vicky's gonna be a hot mommy mama. You just check this out. Brandon. <laughs> what? Brandon. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like a your, guys, your guys is like embodiment of this hypothetical girlfriend I have. I don't like it. <laughs> she seems mean. Brandon, I bought you a string of pearls that I want you to wear day in and day out. Huh? No. Why? <laughs> Do you feel like that would emasculate I you? I also don't like your version of me, which is like a little wimpy boy. <laughs> Why? 
You want me to do what? If you want to one day see my breasts, we've been dating for six years. If you one day wish to see my orbs, my beautiful moons, you will wear these pearls. Nice pearls, Brandon. Thanks. Thanks. One day I'll see her boobs. Brandon. Oh, I have to sing everything too. She's crazy. Love her. You love her? This could go on forever. I know, with John doing all the parts of his own bit, it could go on forever. Just all the parts. Take Just take it. Keep going. Are you sure? Do you want to do another solo scene? It was good. If it helps. <laughs> What a hedged bet compliment. I mean, it was good. It's not theater. Why to get upset? We have to get to the rest of the episode. We really do. We're five minutes in at most. <laughs> uh, Liz made me think of Cheetah Rivera because she's always wearing like bright red. And I feel like she's going to break out into like a saucy, salsy. She's a she's I an interior designer. designer. Yeah. I saw more of um, the woman that I love, the Catherine and her last name, O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Okay. Catherine O'Hara's character from Beetlejuice. That's not O'Hara. Oh, right. That's who I saw. Because she had a lovely red blazer with it with like a pointy bottom. And she had her hair up and she had little clip-on big old earrings. And she had her hands on her hips and she was strutting around. Power. Yeah, it's powerful, power. and I think yeah. they have, they were into interior design in Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she had that like psychotic, like Tim yeah. Burton style of interior decoration. And it's funny because he directed that movie, so <laughs> it's weird how <laughs> she, he was like, "What kind of uh, style do you want for your interior decorator, Catherine?" She's like, uh, "I don't know yours," and he was like, "Good choice." <laughs> so Liz comes in. Another <laughs> classic solo scene. <laughs> That one was not very good. Uh, Thank you, that seven out of ten, which in my book is pretty darn good. The last one was eight out of ten, which is freaking ridiculous. Uh, Vicky literally, so they ding dong, they ding dong. <laughs> they do the ding dong. Vicky pushes her mother Liz inside yeah, it's the house. Like she's a mannequin on she's wheels. Just hiding behind her. This is my mom. This is my mom. This is my mom. Uh, girls, why don't you go upstairs and show her your room? Why she she is not the grandmother yet. No. Not really. How would you intro a family member? Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> you oh. have them in a box. Oh, this person next to me. Yeah. No, I say, this is my father, Mark. He's a really nice guy. This is my mom, Jewel. She's also here, and we have... Your mom's name is Jewel? Uh He's a really nice guy, and she's also here. We're going to have a bottle of wine together, and we're going to get to know each other. Maybe we'll make a mistake. (laughs) No, it'll be red wine. (laughs) Red wine? Mm, I'm good. I stay even keeled. White wine? Cuckoo. I either get mad or I'm even. You get what? I get mad or I get Given the sound like your action hero catchphrase, I get mad or I get even. I would like to say that from the little I know of the design fields, um, she's not doing her job because she immediately goes to the, the, the built-ins of the house, which is not interior design. She's like, these are classic features. It's not like mm-hmm. she, they added those. Right. Those are part of the architecture of the house. Well, she's speaking like bizarrely broad terms, so you can tell that the writers have yeah, no real reference for this. She touches the crown molding and she goes, this is a classic feature. This, has, this house has all the features. Windows, yeah, floors. It's old... Oh, you have doors. Interesting. Oh, is this a house? 
Doors are very last year. All open entrances. Just walk or right bead in. bead curtains. Yeah, I was going to say bead curtains. <laughs> beads, beads, beads. So then Liz teaches them how to splash and vibrate. Yeah, she's like, I'm thinking that I want to splash my paint all over these walls, <laughs> my old lady paint. And Stephanie brings it up in the first place. She's like, what she's would like, you do to this room? What would you do to this room for like a princess? Or an or, heiress. Yeah, or an heiress or like a fifth grader and her sister. Who's coming into her own. Oh, she does say that. <laughs> That's what I saw in her, at least. Oh, she had that intonation for sure. And this is where we get a first uh, a first inkling that Danny doesn't like change. He's like, now, girls, girls. Now, we don't have to change things around. I mean, this has been your room. This is your room. We don't like change. No. Your mom died, but that's that's the same as it always been. Danny, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, let me put my purse down slowly for effect. Clutch. Do you have a fear of cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, cha-cha change? Oh, cha-cha changes? Yeah. Turn to face the change? <laughs> no, me. Would you do me a favor and turn to face the change? Never. No, I don't have a fear of change. Oh, marriage. What about marriage? It's a holy institution. Well, he and it all comes down to that. Vicky's mom is like, "Hey, uh, I don't want Vicky wasting time in a relationship that's not going anywhere." Well, it's definitely not going anywhere, as I pointed out while we were watching it. I mean, Vicky's a character that we see every nine episodes because she lives in fucking Chicago, and she almost never sees this family. Long distance never works. Especially when marriage is on the table. Yeah. That's right. It's a powerful institution. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just ridiculous that they're having this conversation at all. I mean, Liz is basically saying, put up or shut up. Marry my fucking daughter or get Mm. off the pot. Mm. Well, honestly, if her daughter's... Five years younger than her, then I would want her to get married, too. (laughs) So he gets really freaked out. And so to make up for this awkward conversation that she instigated, uh, Liz just goes ahead and redecorates the room anyway. Yeah, in a day. Even like though 12 hours. Danny basically said, like, nah, I'm not feeling that. Don't want to do how, that. How would you get people in there, all the stuff done without anyone noticing? There was new carpet, new wallpaper, new furniture, new paint. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Worth of. Done completely for free. Yeah. It says floor models and some favors. Floor, does she say floor, floor models, models and some favors? Yeah. Call them some Lord. favors and use some floor models. AKA, like, I got migrant workers who are working dirt cheap. And I'm if you scratch at this wallpaper... Cheap as shit. Here, tug on that carpet. What's that? Not glued in? (laughs) Weird. So speaking of Flight of the Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. So Joey's got an idea. This is the best scene that's ever been televised. Uh, We should say at the beginning of this scene, uh, what is old Jesse eating? Fried chicken. Chomping on that chicken. Harry Potter glasses. Chicken. Yeah, and that's when you know he's in, like, study mode. He had three pieces of... White printer paper in his hand while eating fried chicken. <laughs> well, did you say he's studying for his classes? No, he was no. looking at the ratings. He's looking at the ratings. Yeah, just and staring at. Yeah, we have good ratings. Paper. Yeah, Joey, just look. We have yeah. the highest ratings of all time. Look, it says ratings colon high. <laughs> it has an arrow pointing up. That means good. <laughs> ten out of ten. And welcome to JoJo Gogo, the segment where we do the impression <gasps> of the Joey impression. So Joey's big idea. This is an idea to help the show, right? Yeah. You think this is. He thinks this is a good bit. It's like, oh, classical music, Flight of the Bumblebee. Right. So we're going to do the little vocal intro of like, Flight of the Bumblebee by so-and-so. I don't really remember the name. And then we're going to do the little the little music, mm-hmm. the fun little... Oh, I'm so excited. So, Brandon, would you like to go first? Flight of the Bumblebee by Chopin. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 
it can only end uh, if someone bonks us, so I'll go, I'll go next. Okay. <sighs> Flight of the Bumblebee by Igor Stravinsky. You guys both missed the best part. He dies as a Splat. And then they get up and go, Barker, Shaker, Wacker, Wacker, do it. And that <laughs> they do handshakes, yeah. This scene is They're uh, such buddies. It's truly dreadful and a terrible example of padding because it's clearly mostly improvised and the writers just wanted to kick up their, their dirt covered heels. Uh, but Liliana, we can't end this segment without you giving us your Flight of the Family. <gasps> oh, I get to participate? Yes. Uh, um, Flight of the Bumblebees <laughs> by Stravinsky. And now's the part where we dance. Put your hands up here, and we're doing this. <laughs> How much longer? <laughs> oh my god. Fade to, to black. black. Nope. Still going. Disco. Disco. <laughs> Macarena. Is that Macarena? At this point. Macarena. Macarena. So Jesse and Joey decide that they're going to make it work. Oh no, they're going to do their own thing. Yeah, they're going to double down and be uh, fucking miserable douchebags. They're going to double down and, th- and when we see them double down, they've just played I Love Rock and Roll. Rock, just four songs with the word rock in it. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> <laughs> rock the casbah. Uh, still rock and roll to me is probably one that they played at some point. So, rock aka, yeah, songs that aren't real rock and roll. Right. Because when you have to talk about how awesome your own music is, it's the worst. Unless you're me and that's just what people want to hear. This is not a showcase for your singing. I have three bands. You have three bands? Uh huh. What do you give their names? Uh, well, uh, I don't have any bands, but my <laughs> band in eighth grade that me, Emily Hahn, and Tania Campbell made for a day and a half was called First Two Fingers because the F chord on the guitar was two fingers. And then uh, we brought it up in PE the next day, and a girl told us that it might be sexual. God, I wish no one had first told you that. Fingers. I wanted to see how long First Two Fingers would go. Wait, what grade was this? Eighth grade? Uh-huh. Did you write original songs? Uh, we wrote half of a song. You wrote half of one song, which was called what? I'm, was this... I'm not scared, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that so that sounds really... sort of sexual, too. <laughs> First two fingers, and we're playing. I'm the not... chorus was, I'm not scared, just nervous. <laughs> I mean, is that all you remember? Yeah. Is that the half you like, wrote, the hook? I'm on, well, I was the singer because my mom made me the singer. And so what do you mean like, your mom made you the singer? <laughs> <laughs> Liliana, she walked in on a fir- first two fingers rehearsal. Liliana's the singer. Well, this is a summer camp, and so you have to like go in with an instrument or just be the vocalist. So she made me the vocalist. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm, I'm just nervous. nervous. <laughs> it, felt like, it felt like being on stage. It was really meta. So <laughs> The heat of the lights. They burn my face. So I think it was like something like that F2F was going to do a cover of. I like how you were head- <laughs> I like how you were heading off your critics of the past. 
She's scared. Nah, just <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Or F2, F2F. Oh, I get up on the stage. I remember. <laughs> such an F2F head. <laughs> Love first two fingers. We call our fans the smellies. <laughs> <laughs> the stickies. Well, there's different ranks of fans. Uh, oh, no. What are the ranks? The dry. <laughs> what is dry? So, like, I've heard them on the radio. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah, dry is like, yeah, I'd buy their new single. I'm not going to buy their album. <laughs> And then uh, Smelly is either internet trolls because now we're in the modern age where there's trolls, or like people that don't shower, <laughs> that like camp out at our concerts. And then Sticky is um, preteens, and then um, <laughs> and then, your your age range demographic is I used to wide. be a Sticky, and then I turned thirteen, and now you're wet. That's the that's like the super fan, the wet. It started off, the rankings were like based on the level of interest, and then it just became purely based on age. So if you're 13, you're like, I hate them. Well, too bad, you're wet. There's a weird class system for F2F. It's revolutionary. What if I'm a baby boomer who loves F2F? You're still a wet. Post 13, it's all wet. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'm glad that we learned that. Lube. They could be lubricant. Um, no, Anyways. scared. I'm just <laughs> I wrote Hocus Pocus and I don't remember why. Oh, oh. because Vicky's just like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially like she was putting on a spell. Yeah, like, those oh, moments. What is everyone doing today? She, she does an entrance that's so oddly scattered. Between her performance and the one who plays Allison Axelrod oh, or Axeface or whatever her last name is. Mm-hmm. She has that thing where she could be cute and then she's talks. <laughs> I, she opens her mouth. And you're like, Stop. I will say that your mouth is getting lower and lower to the ground and further and further from the mic. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. The heat is just like I'm turning so you. I'm so sweaty. I get really sweaty when I'm nervous. I'm totally sweaty. F2F. F2F. Um, so, yeah, long story short. I mean, my goodness. Uh, the, the room becomes a point of contention because, as Danny s- says, uh, I'm not ready for this. And Vicky's like, well, fuck you. We're over. And the girls start plotting a little, uh, they start cooking up a little scheme. Well, they scheme. First, first they can't sleep in their own bedroom because it's the breakup room. Oh, man. We know what that room means. Daddy's not happy. And when Daddy's not happy, Brendan, that, then Brendan's not going to see boobies, Brendan. Oh. If Daddy's You're going to have to go happen, scuba diving in a cold ocean and get that red hot dick down. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's what Danny's like. He's like, I'm oh. going to have to take scuba diving lessons. Well, I'm going to have to find a really cold ocean. Why? Because when I think of Vicky... <laughs> My penis gets so big. (laughs) That is not something I'm misinterpreting. The cold ocean joke is totally a, I got to wash off this erection. So he he buys a wetsuit. It's too baggy. It's too baggy. And uh, the girls start cooking up a plan. They're like, we got to get them back together uh, or we're never going to sleep again, basically. So we told Vicky that... We, Michelle got her head stuck in a fence. Yeah, we told her that. And DJ's like, that's never going to happen. That's never going to, like, no one's going to buy that. Yeah. But the fire department's here. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, man. It's all just so, if it sounds like it was uninteresting to, to watch this unfold, this, like, shenanigan, uh, that's because it was. It was, like, the most casual 
calm shenanigan I've ever seen. Like, Stephanie casually takes Michelle out to the backyard, like, all right, the fire department's here. Well, um, okay, let's open up the fence. Stick your head in there. Michelle's like, well, I don't really want to. And she's like, well, too bad. There's no urgency. The only part that's sort of interesting is that we learn, I didn't think we understood that Kimmy is their literal next door neighbor. I knew that. I don't even watch the show. I knew that. I thought she lived in the neighborhood. But I didn't know she was like a next door. An, an I didn't know she was a next dory. When you see the side of the fence that is the Kimmy side, it's, it's wacky. Colorful, the fence it's creative. Is wacky. I love it. Yeah. And she's grilling sardines. And she's wearing an apron that says, Don't shoot the cook. It was the 90s. Keep in mind, there's a C plot here that doesn't get off the ground because we have a whole little mini scene where Kimmy is like, Steve yeah. and DJ, I'm looking to like date somebody. You want to mm-hmm. hook me up? And Steve just straight up says, well, this guy has a girlfriend, and this guy's taken too. And all the other guys in school, they already know you. And she smiles, and then she gets really sad mm-hmm. in a good, like, sitcom way. And then Steve manhandles her over her shoulder, over his shoulder. Like a caveman. she says, you have a nice caboose from this angle. Yeah, she's like, she's wanting Steve. She wants something. She wants someone to look at her and say, you're a good person, or I appreciate you. That's all I want. Brandon. Well, and one day you'll get it if you impress my daddy. No. Daddy's little girl. Daddy, daddy's little girl. Daddy. <laughs> I like this new song. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's called F2F, My Daddy's Coming. F2F, F2F reunion. <laughs> reunion tour. tour. <sighs> you, you go to that camp. You Two go- sold out shows. Wrigley Field. <laughs> That's basically the episode. I mean, Vicky comes back, and she's like, Danny, I didn't realize you were afraid of marriage. And Danny's like, I didn't either, but guess what? I love you. I Let's love hug. You too. Let's yeah, hug. They hugged, and the lawn came off. Let's explain that a little bit further. <laughs> so they're standing in the backyard, and there's a really dumb gag where uh, he, Danny's in his full scuba baggy mm-hmm. outfit, and he's like, hey, Vicky, you're standing on my flipper. And she sort of jumps back. And as she and does, the like, yeah, the lawn carpet <laughs> moves. It's truly uh, amazing. And we also noticed a couple of super creepy uh, little props on the wall. Start this in the, in the too, newly designed room. There are like new masks, and like uh, there's one that's like maybe a mask, but it's like a. It looks like a person's fucking face, like a real person. But face. it's half of a head because it looks like they're peering over what yeah. we cannot see. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a little squirrel animal, like some sort of like woodland creature or some such thing. And then we were, for whatever reason, really drawn to the upside down elephant head that is itself like a weird shelf. In, yeah. in DJ's room. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something about the fact that it looked like it was made of ivory. Like the fact that it was white. It was made out of an elephant tusk. <laughs> yeah. How's that coming? Oh, it's great. Sell that elephant meat yet? <laughs> nah. What do you give that one? <laughs> yeah, what do you give that one? I honestly six. Yeah. What would I have to do to get you a really I don't know, bad? You score? Like there was one before that I was gonna say was a five out of ten, but then we moved on. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't very good. But <laughs> this one, this one, they got the six because like. I didn't realize this was gonna be a John to? Shish Kebab episode where I get roasted over a spit. <laughs> I just like who are you talking to? Why were you so nonchalant about not selling your product? Yeah, there was a real like established relationship. Yeah, <laughs> which is the one before that I was in the Who, what, where? Have look, I'm just really nervous right now. Not afraid 
because I'm opening for here next week and I'm doing a one man improv set and I just really need your support right now and not your criticisms. Nah. <laughs> pass. Pass. Hard pass. Let's, pass. Let's learn a little bit more about the woman who plays uh, Vicky's mom. Um, she has had a fair amount of credits, Jennifer Rhodes. She's been in a lot of, like, one episodes of TV shows as, like, moms or aunts or things like that. Was she ever on like The that. Good Wife? Was she ever on The Good Wife? <laughs> Let me see. Nope. She's on The Mentalist. Similar. Uh, but my favorite, my favorite, or she's on, she's on Sean Saves the World, the, yeah. the failed, like, Sean. Oh, yeah. oh, spinoff? Yeah. No, that was not a, uh, wait, a spinoff? No, of I don't think it Boy was. Boy Meets World? <laughs> no. <laughs> what a Sean weird, what a weird thing to say. It's like Sean Hunter, but no. A really late game spinoff. <laughs> Sean Saves the World, and it's like I really a post-apocalyptic, like, crazy. <laughs> I um, thought he was even just in college, or like, a pizza guy. Wait, he's a what? He's a pizza guy? It's a pizza guy. Hey, Corey, it's me. Sean, you're a pizza guy now? I'm saving the world. <laughs> you met the world, but that's the tagline. Corey met the world. He's got to save, save it. it. Oh. What? What was yours? This is a giggle puss episode. It. I have to feed it. <laughs> feed the world. <laughs> The the best credit she has, the best credit Jennifer Rhodes has, is in this movie, The Lost Medallion, The Adventures of Billy Stone. Jesus Christ. Is she on the poster at least? Finding it is only the beginning. No, she's not. Feeding it is. (laughs) (laughs) Feed the medallion pizza. Somebody buy the pizza. It stars all these people. Billy Unger. Sammy, Sammy Hanratty. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Sammy Hanratty, a.k.a. Brandon Chogney. James Hong, Alex Kendrick. Hi, I'm Alex Kendrick. Did you say Anna Kendrick? No. <laughs> I said Alex. Three out of ten. Uh, it's getting lower. It has progressively gotten lower. So that uh, looks uh, like a terrible film. A man who stops into a foster home to drop off some donations. Uh, just stopping by. Soon tells the kids a story about two teenage friends who uncover uh, a long lost medallion that transforms, so like transforms them back in time. Why is there a framework Transforms device? them. <laughs> Transports. Oh, okay. Transformers. More than meets the eye of the tiger. <laughs> yes. Yes, queen. Yes. So that was maybe the King best. and queens. Uh, I think it's time to pass out some... Comet Awards for okay. Woof-Worthy Fashion. Woof. Woof! These are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst mm. senses of fashion. I'm going to give it to... I'll, I'll just give it to Allison Axelrod for oh. her blue polka dot velvet, velvet pantsuit. We don't know where it zipped on. If it zipped on, how she got it off. Maybe she's always had it. <laughs> Maybe she was as clammy downstairs as I am right now. How clammy are you oh. on a scale from one to freaking redonkulous? Eight. It's <laughs> super clammy. You no, can open, you can open up a seafood I'm restaurant. I, oh, no, it's a pizza place, but thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, let's woof now. And Liliana, who are you going to give it to? Uh, honestly, during the um, the padding improv bit, I'm going to give it to Joey and Jesse for both wearing white tucked in shirts and uh, a light washed denim pant in the same scene on the same couch. <laughs> Who'd you give it to? I missed it. I gave it to Allison Axelrod. Okay, I will give it to um, Vicky for her, like, witch witch outfit. Okay, so let's describe that a little bit more. It's like, it was just, like, a black with, like, white polka dots, maybe? 
I thought it was like a super dark chocolate brown. No. Oh, well, maybe. Oh. I thought it was like a yellow and a yellow and brown. Is this the dress? <laughs> Are we like, looking at like this stuff dress on differently? Top of the dress. Flowers. This is the one where they're fighting in DJ's room. Yeah. So yeah, I just remember it is like mainly brown with like super tiny white dots. Yeah. Okay. It was brown. But where's that yellow? Where'd that yellow go? I think the yellow dots, but I'm not gonna fight you. John, I don't want to fight. I don't fight. Well, you. I think it's black with yellow. Woof. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll put, it, we'll put it on the internet and people will talk about it for six weeks and then no yeah. one will come to a real consensus and that'll be anything that. Honorary mention? Honorable mention? To one? Yes, of course. Her name is Tiffany. Which character? Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. This yeah. is the middle child? Yeah. Okay. Stephanie, her first outfit with that vest. Yeah, that was really That bad. was a really, it was a bright, which is a, it's a pattern you see a lot at vintage thrift stores, ladies and men. It's like the, like, it's like a, you have a wallet on your vest and you have a gold chain on your vest and you have like jewels on your navy blue vest. It made me, like a lot of her outfits, it made me so think of Arizona. Uh-huh. Like just sort of weird Tex-Mex, yeah. like she's serving you nachos at yeah. a Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, for an album, honorable mention, we'll do uh, yips. So we'll go, Liliana. Describe your childhood bedroom. Well, I had four. Okay. I lived in a mansion. <laughs> so yeah. let's go fifth grade. Okay. Stephanie's age. The best one. Um, yeah, I was going to go with that one. So I had two twin beds. I don't know why. I'm an only child. Uh, I didn't have sleepovers in my room. Why would I do that? That's weird. I didn't have any friends. I had two twin beds. Um, I had hmm. about 50 Beanie Babies that were all uh, set up in a really like beautiful tower. Um, on one of the twin beds that I did not sleep on. Did you have, uh, sorry to interrupt, did you have like one beanie baby that was like the prime, like no. your fave? No? I'm, I'm a lover of all. You love them all? Yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry, what's this like organization? Is it like a, like a pyramid? pyramid? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like who was okay. at the top? Well, um, but there's no saying, there's, there's, what she's saying day is... Day to day, it would change. So with my beanie babies, I would mostly do um, reenactments of West Side Story. So it was really, the poodle was always... Uh, Maria and the little cute dog, like the shaggy dog, was always Tony. So yeah, so you were pulling like a lady in the tramp almost. Like you were yeah. bringing a little bit of like classy dog. Yeah. And when I did Lion King, I tried to be more like, you know, tropical, but <laughs> uh, I also had about 30 snow globes. I had a walk in closet with an Aladdin poster and I had a very fancy drawing desk because my Ooh. they wanted to make me creative. And I had a big uh, Mac desktop with the jewel, uh, the, the green. On the sides, the clear, cool. the greens, yeah. mm-hmm. and that had a mouse. And I could have climbed out my window onto my roof, but I wasn't cool enough to do that. And I had my own bathroom attached to my mom's office. I have a question about the West Side Story thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were you listening to it as you were recreating, or were you just sort of imagining the story? Just imagining the story. Walk-in closet, that, that's what had the Aladdin poster? Mm-hmm. Why was it there? Did you choose that location? For the poster? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't allowed Congressman? <laughs> I wasn't allowed to put anything on my walls. Unless it was like in a frame and my mom had picked it out. So you had the snow globe collection and the Beanie Baby collection. Mm -hmm. I can relate to the fact that you had a collection of large things because I had a Nutcracker collection. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Two shelves, one on each wall. A lot of holiday themed Nutcracker. I mean, if you need it and if you want to find it, Jesus Christ, there's a Nutcracker for every day of the week. Yeah, I have a fisherman in one in my apartment right now. Yeah. I had I had like five or six, but mine were all from Germany because that's where I lived at the time. So oh, I'm, so they were like genuine. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. If we had known each other, I would have been like, oh, man. <laughs> Get off my Nutcrackers, bro. Get off my Nutcracker. 
Brandon, I think it's time for that classic question. Sure, sure. Liliana, Liliana. who are you texting? <laughs> mother, I'm I telling them all about you. I'm a, telling them all about you, mother. Jewel Selbo, she has a couple books on Amazon. She hired me to do her Twitter. So if you are uh, an aspiring screenwriter, she has books on her Twitter. Uh, this is your mom. Please read them. About. Yeah. Jewel Selbo. What's your classic question? Uh, so Wait, can, can I quickly? I'm yes. so sorry. No, go for but it. But just for you and you. I, so those Beanie Babies and these oh, snow yeah. globes. Uh, before I die, I have to find this picture because I, my parents set up like a professional, <laughs> a professional, like what? beautiful, like it was one of those pictures where before digital or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But it was like a film and it would print just like huge and it was me and they put me, took like hours, took an hour and a half. They put me on my, one of my twin beds, uh, hand in my, like hand in, head in my hands, uh, posing with my stomach down, legs up in the back, like little girl. Kicking up, yeah. And they placed all of my snow globes on my arms and one on my head <laughs> and all around me. You, but you were doing like this I was like with this. And okay. So they would put it like here, and they put one on my head. Oh, I thought they, that, I thought they were on top of your arms. They did. Like they like put one on my shoulder, and they took a picture of like me and my thirty-five <laughs> snow globes. And then as I was getting up, the biggest one that they put on my head was like the most beautiful glass one fell and broke. Well, that's their fault. <laughs> did they get upset? I don't remember. Well, if they did, that's Man, ridiculous. That was tough, like, not having to not move for all that time. It was a weird thing. I don't know why they wanted that picture. I was about to say, like... Maybe I wanted it, and I'm just, like, being nasty. They didn't do any, like, sort of, like, newsletter or, like, uh, like a family, like, no, send out mom, a Christmas photo or my something. My mom wanted to do a kid's cooking show out of our kitchen. And then once MasterChef Junior came on, <gasps> she was like, I had that idea first. <laughs> It was just because like I wasn't into I wasn't into doing that enough, so it's my fault. And you said you're an only child. Uh huh. So she wanted me too. It was me and my god sisters. Okay, and she wanted to do. They're pretty. Would they have been involved in this hypothetical? <laughs> yeah, we did a pilot episode. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We did. We did. What you cook? So she's in a book about screenwriting. Is she fully like in like the the biz as it as it were? Uh huh. We all had matching chef outfits. What in the world? <laughs> what did you cook? Pizza, I think. So this exists. This is. I have to find it. I have all these things I have to find before I die. <laughs> it's not like it's lost. <laughs> she clearly Stop has a copy of this that. pilot. Stop saying before you go before you die. <laughs> if we need, if you need help achieving your dreams, Brandon and I are here for you. So what was the name of the cooking show? Kids in the kitchen. <laughs> Kids with a Z. Maybe. We talked about this last week. <laughs> we talked about this last week. I don't like anything that's a name with two K's in it because I just think there's a hidden third K coming out from the back Every end. Every time I, t- I type the text KK, I'm like, I should stop doing that. But instead of OK, I just do KK. 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 And then if okay. I accidentally go KKKKK, I have to do like 18, so it's like really like over the top, so it doesn't seem like it's a KKKK. We're not done with kids in the kitchen, though. <laughs> so you made a pizza. And your mom is in the show, too? No. Okay, so who was, like, the adult sort of, like, leading this whole thing? Just the kids in the kitchen, dude. Well, my No, you have to have an adult figure, like, in the show. It's not adult and kids in the kitchen. <laughs> it's kids I in the honestly, kitchen. I honestly, all I remember is the one in our kitchen filming it, but I don't remember much else. I was, at most, eight. And so my godsons oh, wow. were, like, 12. Okay. Because this was in my old house, and we moved out when I was, like, nine. Well, you need to find I know, before I die. <laughs> she went to all that trouble, and then at a certain Banding. point... Bandon. <laughs> Abandon where these perils. This is how we move on to another subject. <laughs> <laughs> if you wish to close the book on kids in the kitchen, we certainly can. Creek. Brandon, it's time for that classic question. Okay, so. 
What were you going to say to the mic? Nothing. Do it. <laughs> I was just going to say creep because I repeat oh. things. Like, creep. <laughs> creep. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, catchphrases are a big thing in this show. So my question to you is a two-parter. A, did you have a catchphrase growing up? Something no. you said a lot. <laughs> Remember, she did her homework. She listened yeah. to the Rosie Bell And then B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? Something you say a lot. Okay, so A... No. <laughs> we, we know that, Carly. No, no, no. We know that. B, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your catchphrase as an adult is, I'm sorry. No, but my New Year's resolution last year was to stop saying sorry, and it actually has helped my boost my confidence. Oh. I recommend it. Because women are always apologizing. That's what women tell me. <laughs> that I should stop apologizing. So you feel like you, you were apologizing uh, for things that were just completely unnecessary. Yeah. Do you want a new catchphrase? No, hold on. Uh, I am from California. My mom is from Fargo, so I've been told that I have a Midwestern accent, even though I'm not from the Midwest, just because I like the sound of it. So I say, geez Louise, and oh, I, in college I would say golly a lot. Um, oh, geez. So oh, geez, golly. I, I guess if having a really charming Midwestern accent is a catchphrase, then that's what I, my catchphrase is. I can go geez and golly are good. Yeah. I mean... Sure. We could have played a game called Catchy Catchy where we gave you a new catchphrase. Oh, I would like a new catchphrase, please. Oh, well, welcome to another uh, round of catchy. Really, really lean that. Catchy, <laughs> say it with catchy, me. Catchy, 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 catchy. John, like, tries to steer our guests into that direction. We're so. each going to give you a catchphrase. A rock. rock We're about scissors. to play rock, paper, scissors okay. to see who will go first. We'll <clears throat> each give you a choice, and then you'll choose mine. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> you go first, Brandon. Okay. Um... Your catchphrase would be, well, light a fire under me, why don't you? Ooh. Oh, I like that one. Well, light a fire under me, why don't you? Yeah, I keep saying it in the same yeah. way. Well, well, light a fire under me, why don't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Your turn. Better the first one. My catchphrase for you, if you, if you so choose, is, there be pirates. <laughs> it's one more time? Really specific. <laughs> Be pirates. Can I get the origin of that, please? Is that, use it in a sentence, please. Spelling bee. Use it in a sentence. So there on the horizon. If you want context for how you could use it, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that sentence what I'm asking. Um, if you hear a, a sound in the distance, like an air water show, like an explosion or a firework, you can be like, oh, "There be pirates." Okay. Thank you. Which one Who do you choose? choose? I'll let choose. this speak for me. Well, light a fire under me, why don't you? Yeah! Because uh, you get to use your Midwestern. Yeah. That was yeah, a win. You, you can't win. make there be pirates sound Midwestern, I guess. And I think around you, um, and maybe people I want to just fuck with, I'll say there be pirates. But I think I could use um, the fire under me, why don't you, more um, in my life. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yes. God damn it. I, I, I am king. Brandon. <laughs> I am king. Brandon has to go meet Terry's mom. <laughs> Ter- Terry's oh, your Terry. girlfriend. <laughs> Terry's girlfriend. I like to tug on Brandon's pit hair to make him <laughs> mad. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, stop. You got really That's me? <laughs> Terry, don't. Terry, <laughs> why? I love you so much. <laughs> Terry, I'm wearing the pearls in my butthole like you asked. (laughs) They're they're hanging out of me like a little glassy tail. 
And I don't mind because you're the one. Guys. Because I watch Veggie Tales. Like <laughs> <laughs> what about Veggie Tales? I was like, there's a really cute Walrus song. Uh, Walrus song? Uh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> Liliana, thank you. You're you're uh, done. You're done. <laughs> you're off the hook me. now. Thank you for having mm. me. Is there anything that you would like to plug or promote? Don't tear your notes out. We're <laughs> just wait until we're done. You, you want to keep them? You want to keep your crazy notes? I'm not crazy. I like to. I, I like to plug this. I'm gonna just read. I'm gonna read through my notes. <laughs> no. Lima beans, just buttons. It's a kid thing. Right? him off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Alan the X. Mm-hmm. Allison the X. X rod. Ah, footprints on table. Interior design tournament. Check her out. Me. Why did they cut to kids? Mom in 20 years. Why introduce your mom by pushing her inside? Why so nervous? Kids. Are they selling the house? Splash and vibrate. Vicky so anxious. Hocus pocus. Improv day for the boys. Hello, Brock. Shakabara. Handshake. Hey, guys. How's dad? Socks. Aquaman grass. Aquaman Thank you for having me. Um, you can catch me on tour. I'm going to be in Detroit, New York, and the 85 Bears. I got to go. <laughs> what? Is there anything that you truly would like to plug the 85 Bears? No, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Great. Well, of course, there's a many ways. There's a many ways you can listen to the show. You can listen through iTunes. If you are doing so, please write a five-star review. Please, masking nicely. Hey, it's me, Michelle. Write a review, dum-dum. You can also stream through Stitcher and Libsyn. That's howrudepodcast.libsyn.com. The Facebook page, the, pot, the uh, Tumblr, hrpodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, that's where you'll find all of our supplementals. Uh, so from this past week with Greg Yates, I put up some footage of that lion country safari, mm-hmm. which does seem really weird. <laughs> Rhinos coming right up to your car. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, you can also follow us. Uh, you can send an email to thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter. Brandon, what's your Twitter? I'm on Twitter and Snapchat. Oh, you never mentioned that. At B-double-E shock. How would you describe your Snapchat aesthetic? Hilarious. Oh, boy. Um, my Twitter, I'm not on Snapchat. Uh, it's J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Liliana, are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. It's <coughs> at, at, Lil, at Lil Wink. What happened to my voice? How do you spell that? L-I-L-L-W-I-N-K. I don't tweet but I have one, just in case. You guys need to get on Snapchat. That's no. the way of the future. I don't future. like Snapchat. It's too much. Instagram's doing it now. I'm fine. Yeah, they have Instagram stories I now. love Instagram. No. Oh, never. Snapchat's Brandon. the <laughs> Brandon, come in here. I want you to be part of my Instagram story. Terry. I like how we're using, like, the Terry girl voice. Terry, like, please. it's me, the girl. <laughs> Terry, but please. Terry's a tall, tall, tall man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's the crying game. Brandon. I finally get to see your boobies. That's right, Brandon. Oh, no. No. Transphobia is alive and well in America. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. <laughs> then we, I say, and we'll see you next time on. And together we'll say the phrase, how rude. Great. So, Brandon, are you ready? Do you have your bit? Yeah. What are you going to do? Just say what you're going to do before <laughs> you do it. I was probably going to do a scene with Terry. Okay. It's going to have you guys be Terry together, and we'll do a scene. But it's your bit. You have to do it on your own. I don't want to be a part of your bit. No, you're part of it. Maybe we just won't have a bit. Do it. We oh, have to have Brandon. a bit. Okay. I'm Brandon Shockney. I'm John Pernasek. I'm Liliana Winkworth. And we'll see you next time on How Hi, Terry. Rude. What? <laughs>
I, uh, I wanted to ask you a question. No. No. Fine. Then don't, don't, you don't need to say anything. Just listen. Uh. <laughs> We've been together for a while now, and I think we should take it to the Excuse, excuse me? me? The, the pizza, pizza guy, guy is here. Sean <laughs> saves the world. I just want to marry you. Fuck <laughs> you <laughs> off. <laughs> fuck yes or fuck off. Fuck <laughs> you <y'all. laughs> Fuck you off. That doesn't mean anything, Terry. I'm moving, moving to, to Sweden, Sweden to, to make It just sounds... Like only one of you is really driving the whole conversation. <laughs> That's not, not true. true. Why?
Have moved here. Yes, sir, man. 